Thank you for joining us here at Fellowship Church for today's message. Our desire is to encourage others to love God, love people, and impact the world. And we would love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. So take a moment and visit us online at fellowshipws.org. Find the Share Your Story button and tell us what God is doing in your life. While you are there, you'll also find useful information about our church and other resources that will bring you closer to Christ. Thanks again for joining us, and we hope you enjoy today's message. Oh, God, I thank you. Tell somebody, it's got to break. Oh, God. This is what i got to share with you. And I may not get to everything, but tell somebody, it's got to break. I want you to turn with me in Mark 26, Matthew 26 and 26. Continue standing, continue standing. We're not going to be long with the word, but we want to leave space for God to demonstrate in this place. Somebody say, break, Lord, break. Break, Lord, break, 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 break. I just want you to keep that at the forefront of your mind. Whatever has been holding you back. Whatever it seemed like you've been having your foot in quicksand, whatever thing that, that has been holding you, that it gives you just a little bit of relief, like the devil's got you on a leash. I can only get so far before he yanks you back, before he yanks you back into your place where you're bound. Tell somebody, it's got to break. It's got to break. Matthew 26 and 26 says this. He says, and as they were eating, Jesus, somebody say Jesus. Somebody say his name again. Somebody say his name one more time. Jesus took bread. He blessed it. Hey, that almost shut up. Tell somebody he blessed it. Not only did he bless it, <laughs> but he broke it. <laughs> Tell somebody he broke it. He broke it. You know how we say we're blessed in holy favor? We want to be blessed, but we don't want to be broken. We want to be blessed, but we don't want to be broken, Brother Jonathan. The fact that you are blessed, it makes you a qualifier to be broken. I'll vacuum this up later. The fact to tell somebody because you are blessed. It is time to be broken. Jesus blessed it and he broke it. And then it says after that, after he blessed it and then he broke it, then he gave it. Take this. Take this. After he blessed it, he broke it and then he distributed it. See, we want to be given out to the world. We want to be blessed and then we want to be distributed. But God said, I've got to break you before I give you out. And that's the reason we will get in a place and we will think that we've arrived and then we will fall back. We will lose ground that we gain because we have not yet been broken. We want to get to the distributed phase. God, I want to get to the place where I'm, I'm, in, I'm, I'm the head of the department and I'm on the stage and I'm doing what you call me. God said, but you are skipping the middle step. The middle step is that I have to break you before I give you. 
Some of us have been, have been rebuking God himself because I've had you in a place of breaking. I had you in a place where I was breaking you. You've already received my blessing. But the next step is that I break you. Tell somebody, you can't be given unless you're broken. Only broken things are given. God only distributes the broken. He only distributes the broken. We're trying to be a whole piece put together, all nice and with our, and with our nice shoes, and we got and we got a, the nice bouquet, and, and our hair is laid to the side, and we're looking blessed and highly favored. But I want you to understand, you're never going to be distributed out. You're never going to be given out by God. You're never going to. God loves us so much. I won't let you get there until I break you first. And you would rather me break you. You're going to get broken one way or the other. And God said, you would rather I break you. <laughs> Somebody say, break me, Lord. I know it's dangerous. I know it's counter to you feeling good. It's counter to your comfort. But I'm telling you, it is the one who is broken. It's the one who's going to be given. You may be seated. Real quick, y'all stay up here. I'm going to be quick, I promise you. Somebody say break. The definition of break is to smash, to split, to divide in parts violently. Somebody say break, God. We want God to break the bands. We want God to break the shackles. We want God to break the, 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 the plans of the enemy. We want God to break everything but us. But God said, if you're mature enough to tell me to break you, God said, I will heal you Hosea 10 and 12 says this y'all 10 and 12 it says so unto yourselves look at the name and say yourself I can't fix you but I can fix myself so unto yourself righteousness somebody say righteousness that's not perfection righteousness meaning that my goal is always to be right in the eyes of God and I may miss the mark from time to time but the Holy Spirit will convict me and the minute that God shows me the error of my ways it is my endeavor to get right touch somebody tell them get right righteousness sow unto yourselves righteousness reap in mercy Break up the fallow ground. Break up 
doing this. God says, sow unto yourself. Tell somebody to break up the ground. Break up the ground. Break up the ground. Break up the fallow ground. For it is time to seek the Lord. Break up the ground. Break up the ground. And look at what's going to happen, y'all. Look at this ground being broken. See that rocky, dry, parched ground. God said, that is us. He said, I need you to break up the fallow ground. Just because it's hard does not mean it doesn't have the potential to be good ground. Keep it playing. Keep it playing. Keep it playing. Play it on the loop. Somebody tell your neighbor, say, break up the ground. Have you been broken? Look at what happens when, a, when, when, when the ground is broken. It is time to seek the Lord till he comes and rains down righteousness. So if we sow unto righteousness and break up the ground, He's going to respond with rain. And the thing that God, I am going to, the righteous that I know. See, we get discouraged because we can't discover a deep thing. But God said, if you would just sow the righteous that you do know, I will respond with more righteousness. What am I saying? is obsessed with having a harvest. That's the reason he sold his son. For God so loved the world that he gave his son. He sold his son into the earth so that he could reap a harvest of children. I want y'all to listen to me good. God sold his son Jesus in the earth so that he could reap back a harvest of you and me. Tell somebody, I'm the harvest. I'm the harvest of Jesus. Because Jesus was sown into the earth. We are the harvest of Jesus being, him being sown into the earth for three days. He rose with all power, and because he rose with all power, now we have the ability to come into the family of God. So God sold one son, and he gained billions of sons as a result of Jesus being sown. But a good farmer will not sow seed in hard ground. And so as a result, we'll hear the word from week to week, from month to month. We are inundated with the word. We can, we can listen to it on our favorite podcast. We can look at a clip of our favorite preacher. We can look at, we can go on YouTube and we can look at whole sermons. Word, 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 word. Seed, 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 seed. But the seed of the word has been falling on hard, fallow ground. And as a result, God is saying, why would I send rain for seed that's on hard ground? 
it breaks the law of harvest. Because a seed can't, the only thing that grows in hard ground is weeds. Fruit doesn't grow in hard ground. Tell your neighbor, you have to break it up. You have to break it up. Broken ground. Listen to me. Broken ground releases rain. How many know we're nothing but dirt? You don't believe it? Take a bath tonight. You'll see a ring. Tell somebody, you're nothing but dirt. But you have to be broken. God said, I'm a, I'm a God of step and order. I won't send rain until I see broken ground. And I won't see rain until I see seed in the broken ground. Sow unto yourself righteousness. And when I see broken ground and seeds of righteousness, I will then send rain. It is time, people of God, for us to get on a mission to break up fallow ground. And you know where your fallow ground is. Let's not play games today. We know what our fallow ground is. Your fallow ground, fallow ground doesn't mean that it's something that you don't enjoy. Fallow ground could be your little pet relationship. Fallow ground could be your pet thing that, oh, this is my way, this is what I like to do. That's fallow ground. And God said, as long as it still exists, as long as it's a hard place, the, my seeds cannot get into the ground of you. And so therefore, you will live a life of fruitlessness. Just because you are alive does not mean that you are fruitful. You think because you got a nice little car and you think because you, you live on a nice side of town that you're fruitful. If that's the case, then the drug dealer is fruitful. If that's the standard that we're living by. But God said, I need you to break it up. Somebody say, break it up. God said, when I, when I, when I see that you break it up, I will sow into you. 2 Chronicles 7 and 14 says this, If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves and, and pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways, then and only then will I hear from heaven. Then and only then will I forgive their sin. And then and only then will I heal the land. Some of us have been sick land. God said, I desire to heal you. God said, I desire to heal you. You're my child, but you are sick 
infested land. You are infested with your past. You are infested about the way you think about yourself. You are infested with fear. You are, you are infested with low self-esteem. You are infested. You are sick land. It's going to get better. It's going to get better, I promise. But he said that if my people, which are called by my name, would humble yourself, put your pride down. Tell somebody, I'm hurting. I'm not well. I'm sick. And I need healing. Tell your neighbor, put your pride down. Pride goes before a fall. It's one of the things that God hates. He hates a haughty and high-minded spirit. That's one of the things God hates, pride. But you got to admit, I don't have it all together. The pastor don't have it all together. I was heavy all first of the week. Why can't baby, what's wrong? I don't know. I had to pray myself through till the thing broke. And God birthed this message in me. I had something that was going to be nice and exhilarating and all that stuff. God said, no, it's a breaking that needs to take place. But God does the breaking eventually. But whatever you bind in earth first is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, somebody say first. It's loosed in heaven. What am I, why, am I, why did I say that scripture? I said it because we are, we are saying, God, when you do it, I'll do it. God said, no, that's not how it works. When you do it first, I will respond in like kind. So if you start the breaking process, if you sow into yourself first righteousness, then I'm going to respond with rain of righteousness. We've had this thing in the wrong order. Tell somebody break. We all have our, our responsibility individually to break it up. because I want you to start thinking God what are the things in my life that I need to break up if you don't leave with any other question God what are the things that I need to break up it may be relationships it may be memories that are holding you It may be alliances. It may be connections. It may be all ways that God used to use you. But God is saying, break it up. 
nobody else is going to come to your land and tend to your land. You've got to break it up. Tell somebody, you've got to break it up. Turn with me to Micah, the second chapter. Twelfth verse. We have our own responsibility to break up the fallow ground in ourselves. Stop trying to break up the ground in your husband. Stop trying to break up the ground in your children. Stop trying to break up the ground in your prayer partner. Break your own ground up. Tell somebody to break your own ground up. And this is what will happen. And this is what we need to do, people of God. When you break your ground up, and you break your ground up, when you break your ground up, and when you break yours, and when you sow unto yourself righteousness, and you break up the fallow ground, God reigns the specific righteousness that you need, and that you need, and that you need, and that you need. And then when we come together, broken people are worshiping with broken people. Broken praise. See, there, there, there is a difference between fallow ground praise and broken praise. There's a certain sound that comes from brokenness. Certain things only happen after breaking takes place. Babies are not born until the water is broken. Tell somebody there must be a breaking. What I want to encourage you to do is to bring your brokenness. Don't bring your fine shoes. Don't bring your dance that I'm gonna do when they, when when they start pumping it. When they start pumping and cranking up the music when it starts bumping. Don't bring your tambourine. Don't bring none of that. If you would just bring your brokenness. Bring your brokenness to the assembly of God's people. And this is what is going to happen, people of God. Micah 2 and 12, it says, I will surely assemble. Somebody say assemble. Oh, Jacob, all of thee. God said, I'm going to assemble all of my children. And I will surely gather together the remnant. The remnant. The, not, not, not the whole. Not the thing that looks good, but the thing that has been cast away. See, you know what I'm saying? When they put the carpet down, there are little strips. There are little patches that they can't use in order to trim up. Those are called the remnants. God said, I'm gathering, a, I am gathering together the castaways. I am gathering the ones, the stone that the builders rejected. I am gathering the ones, the, 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 the ones that don't fit in. I am I'm gathering the ones that walk to their own beat. I am gathering the black sheep. I am gathering the ones that just don't fit. That's my remnant. God said, I'm going to gather and I will put them together. I'm going to take this piece of brokenness and I'm going to take this and I'm gonna, I want you to get with your brokenness and when we assemble together, I want your brokenness ooh, see alone you can't do much oh God a single cord can be broken but a three stranded cord cannot be easily broken and if we will put our pride down 
that we will come to the assembly of God's people and say, I need help. I'm broken. I am scarred. I am wounded. Somebody help me in the house. I said, now you're cooking with grease. Now I can do something because I see some people that are remnants. I see people that are broken, that alone nobody can use you. But when I weave you together, you become something that God can use. Thank y'all. Y'all don't have to stay linked up. He said, I will, I, I, I will put them together as the sheep of Basra as a flock in the midst of the fold. Look at this, y'all. They shall make great noise by the reason of the multitude of men. Woo! 13 says, the breaker. Somebody say the breaker. Is come up before them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate and are going out by it. Look, this is the reason that the breaker has to come. We have to come together. God gathers together the broken pieces of his remnant. Thank you. God gathers together the broken pieces of his remnant. And when they get together, then there is a breaking. When you bring your brokenness, you put it together. We don't get broken in here. We get broken at home. We get broken in our prayer closet. We get broken as we are reading the word for ourselves. We are, we, that's how we get broken. We sit, we skip lunch and we go to our car and say, God, show me me. Lord, reveal yourself to me. That is how you get broken. That's what's wrong today. People think, Pastor, man of God, lay a hand on me so I can get what I need. No! Champions are made in the dark when nobody can see you. God and when you bring your broke, lame limping, bleeding self to the house of God and I bring my pus infested brokenness to God and you bring your issues and you bring your broken marriage and you bring your molestation that happened to you and you bring every every negative word and say God this is hurting me I am wounded but I know that you are the only one that puts broken things back together when you bring your brokenness and I bring my brokenness breaker shows up. God Almighty. Then the breaker. When you break first and then you get together with other broken people, then the breaker shows up. What am I saying? Oh God. He says that the breaker has come up before them. They have broken up and have passed through the gate. There are certain gates you're only going to go through if you're broken. And there are certain gates that you're only going to pass through when you, come, when you come through with other broken people. 
This is to my long rangers out here. As long as I got King Jesus, I don't need nobody else. That is a lie. Jesus needed disciples. You need to bring, I ain't saying tell your business to everybody, but bring your brokenness. And when you don't bring your brokenness, when you come out of tradition, you're cheating the body when you don't break. You're cheating the body because the breaker can't show up until all the broken people show up. And look at this. And the broken, they have passed through the gate and are gone out by it. Look at this. And then their king shall pass before them. And the Lord on the head of them. You want the king to show up? How many of y'all want the king to pass by? Ain't your favorite song? See, we black people, we love, we, we think if, if they just hit the right note, if they hit the right key, God gonna show up. God, God, God gave us the, the, the benefit of music just to, as an enhancement. But let me tell you, some of the strongest moments I've ever had when the king passed by. Brother Marcus was not there. Brother Bobby was not there. Brother Sam was not there. Brother Teddy was not there. It was when I had, I didn't have no music, but I, I felt the pain. I felt the king pass by. Who is this king of glory? He's the Lord God strong and mighty. He's the Lord God mighty in battle. He is the king of glory. And let me tell you something. You don't need an organ. You don't need a keyboard. You don't need a cymbal. You don't need nobody with a tambourine. All you need is a broken and a contrite heart. And watch the king of glory show up. need is for the king to come by that's all I need that's all I need all I need is the king to walk by all I need you know why because then his glory the train of his glory it filled the temple wherever he is all I need for him is to walk by wind and the shadow of him is enough to get it, get me out of everything that I'm in. Some people were healed as Jesus just walked by. They got in the path of where the master was going. Do you know where God is going? All you got to do is get in the path of where he's going. Well, how do I know, Pastor Tony? He'll let you know on your knees. He will let you know on your face. He will let you know when you're meditating on him. 
You know, people like to do these pop-up shops and these pop-up concerts. The theory behind it is we want you to always be ready. But when we put it on Twitter or when we put it on Instagram, people will just show up. Ain't going to give a lot of notice. You got to be ready. You got to have your bags packed. Because when I tell you where I'm going to be, that's when you got to show up. We're needing all this notice. God, I need to put you on my calendar. God, would you let me know over the next three weeks when you're going to show up? I said, I won't do it. I won't do it. You have to be also ready. That's not for the people that may get called on to preach. You got to be also ready for when God starts moving. God, where are you? Where are you? I know you're in this somewhere in the fiery furnace. God, I know you're in this somewhere in the pain, in the trial, in the trouble that I'm going through. God, I know that you're in this somewhere. Where are you? Somebody say, God, where are you? God, where are you? God, where are you? Oh, God, I know that you order steps. You order steps in green pastures, and you also order steps through the valley of the shadow of death. But I know you're with me, so God, where are you? Some of us need to say, God, instead of getting me out of this, God, where are you? God, where are you? God, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? God, where are you? God, where are you? It is dark in here. It's hot in here. I can't feel it. I, I, I can't see it. I can't. God said, God said, if you just call out to me. But that takes you being broken. It takes you being broken. Somebody say, God, break. to assemble our brokenness. The first thing was called break up. Somebody say break up. That's what you do to yourself. And when we come together with our broken up ground, then we're ready for a breakout. Somebody say break out. Touch your name. Touch your name and say break out. Tell, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them, bring your brokenness. Come on, talk to a neighbor. Tell them, tell them, neighbor, I don't care what you got to do, but break it up. Next time you come in here, I need you to bring some brokenness. Because when your brokenness gets with my brokenness, and your issues get with my issues, and when your woundings get with my woundings, and we get together and we are seeking the righteousness of God, then God breaks out it is the assembly and the pursuit of broken people that produces a breakout somebody say breakout breakout is this people of God it is a violent or forceful break from a restraining condition or situation Anybody in this place got a restraining condition or situation? Come on, let me see your hand. God said, I'm about to break you out of your restraining and constraining condition. But the prerequisite is, if you do the breaking first, I will respond with breaking you out. So God only breaks out 
broken people. I'm going to say that again. God only breaks out broken people. We've been asking God to break us out of some things. And we haven't done the first breaking. Look at this. Turn with me to 2 Samuel. This is good here. And I'm just about finished. 2 Samuel 23. Anybody getting anything out of this today? Somebody say break. Come on, say it with your chest. Say break. Yes, yes, yes. 2 Samuel 23 and 13 says, Then three of the 30 chief men went out, look at this, y'all, at harvest time. Can't read the word, you got to read the word, y'all. And came to David at the cave of Adullam. I want y'all to read this very closely. And the troop of Philistines encamped the valley of Rephim. David was then in the stronghold of the garrison. That's a military unit of the Philistines. Do y'all understand this? That David was in the midst of a stronghold. Somebody say stronghold. The king. The man that went after, a, a man that went down after God's own heart, David, the psalmist, David, the great king, David, the giant killer, he found himself in the stronghold of an enemy Philistine unit. Anybody ever felt like you've been surrounded and you've been trapped with no options, trapped in the middle of an enemy? Then in Bethlehem. And you would think, they'd be saying, hey, what's our strategy? God, show me what to do. Listen. Read the word, what David asked for. Look at his response when he was in the middle of a stronghold. Say, and David said with longing, oh, that someone would give me a drink of water not just any water, but water from the well in Bethlehem. Good God, Zion. Woo! He was in the middle of a stronghold. I, I know I'm excited. Y'all ain't got it yet. He was in the middle. Somebody say he was in the middle of a stronghold. Tell you never, he was in the middle of a stronghold. But his response, his response was a drink of water. Not from any well, but from a well in Bethlehem. What am I saying? David, even in his craziness, in his crazy ways, he knew enough that I've done all I can do physically. <laughs> but all I need is...
is the water of the Spirit. After you've done all you can, stand with your loins girded about you. Some of you are surrounded in a stronghold. They came to David who was the master a military man, the one that, they, that slew armies by himself, the, the master warrior. They say, I know that David is going to give us some type of strategy. I know he's going to go to God, whether we got to get him his harp, whether we got to get him in his favorite mood, and God's going to give him direction. He said, I don't know what else to do. Just give me water. Well, you don't know what else to do. You have to understand that water is representative of the Spirit of God. And David knew enough that we are trapped, we are surrounded, but the same God that delivered me from the lion, the same Spirit of God that delivered me from all the, from the bear, the same God that, uh, that, that gave me the boldness to kill Goliath, the same God that allowed me to kill, kill and tear apart armies with my bare hands, he knew that it wasn't him, but it was the Spirit of God. And so he asked to, to, him to go get specific thing from a specific place. You have to understand that Bethlehem, Bethlehem. Woo! Bethlehem represents the, 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 the place of peace. It's the place where God resides. It's the place that God chose to let our Savior be born. Oh yeah, he was, he was Jesus of Nazareth, yes. But he was born in the little town called Bethlehem. See, location matters. Tell somebody, location matters. He said, I need water. I need the spirit from the place that God is going to eventually birth his church from. And he's going to send the answer for hurting humanity. Could it be possible that the only thing that we are lacking is water? From the well of God's designated place. No doubt there was water he could have got from many places, but he told them specifically to get it from the water of Bethlehem. Saying, David said, but longing, oh, that someone would give me a drink of water from the well of Bethlehem, which is by the gate. You got to understand that these three men said, what do you want us to do, uh, uh, David? He said, go get me water. Go get me water. You have to understand. That well was guarded by the Philistines. It was like, oh, you want to go some water? Like we go to the water fountain. No. David told them to do a hard thing. Your well is on the other side of that enemy. I want you to hear me. That thing that you've been running away from, 
that thing that has been scaring you, that has been frustrating you, that thing that has been nagging and pestering you, it is the junkyard dog that is trying to scare you away from your whale that's on the other side. Oh, God, what you need is in the whale. What you need is in the whale. And the devil is guarding the whale. The Philistines were guarding. You got to understand, God, he said, don't, don't send a whole troop. I want y'all three to go through the Philistines. And look, it says, look, y'all. Put up 16. Y'all got 16 up there? Y'all read with me. Y'all ready? One, two, three, read. And the three mighty men break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate. After we break up, after we together break out, then we qualify for breakthrough. Everybody stand at your feet. I want you to link up arms with somebody. It's flu season, so we ain't got to do hands. I want some brothers up here. Y'all, y'all three. You too, Brother Wax. I want y'all to link up. This is my whale. Point up there. Tell, tell somebody, this is my whale. This represents the Spirit of God. This is my whale. And the only way that I'm going to get through the whale, y'all turn around and face me. But the whale is guarded. strong opposition. Brother Nelson, come on up here. Brother Nelson represents the body of Christ. This is the whale. in order after we are broken after we break out through the spirit then and only then are we authorized for break through come on up here brother Wax somebody say breakthrough can I tell you that we've been longing for breakthrough. But God said, we gotta do like David did. We've gotta long for the water. We get excited about breakthrough. We get excited about breakout. But God said, I want you to get excited 
about break up. We don't like breaking up because breaking up is hard to do. Ain't that what the old songs say? Breaking up is hard to do. Breaking up with old ways of thinking. Breaking up with people that used to speak life into you. Breaking up. God said if you can break up, you qualify to come together for breakout. And when you come together for breakout, then and only then, when you qualify for breakthrough. Brother West, get, get arms with these brothers. See, the devil knows the principle that a three-stranded cord is not easily what, y'all? That don't apply just for the people of God. The devil knows spiritual principle. Do you ever notice that things in your life don't come in singles? But the devil will sing Sin, heartache, heartbreak, and sickness. Or he'll send mental anguish, family issues, and trouble on the job. Because he knows that a three-stranded cord is not easily broken. And I want you to know that you can't break them by yourself. We've been seeking to be to break through, but God said, if you would do just like David, that I don't know what to do, I'm surrounded. I want y'all right now to surround Brother Nelson right now. That three-stranded cord, that three-stranded cord is just like this, brother. I'm, I'm, y'all come, y'all come up here stage a little bit. Come on, come on. That's it, that's it, that's it. Can y'all get them? I want the camera to get them real good. I want the camera to real, get them real good. Put them on the screen, y'all. Put them on the screen. Put them on the screen. I want you to zoom in real good. And y'all see, David was surrounded by a garrison that is a whole military unit. Give him enough space for him to lift his hands. Lift your hands, brother. But David knew enough. I lift my hands and I take my hands off of it. And all I need, somebody lift your hands. All I need is the water of the Spirit of God. That's all you need. you need is more spirit of God. Not a huckling and a buckling. Not emotionalism. You need the bona fide presence of God. Somebody begin to worship God in this place. Come on, come on, come on. I want you to do it with your hands up. Come on, come on. Open your mouth. Because see, so many times we, 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 we like to hide behind clapping just because, no, no, no. Open your mouth. David said something. He said, I need water. I need water. Somebody open your mouth and say, God, I need water. You don't need a breakthrough. What you need is water. Come on, somebody open your mouth and say, God, I need water. I need water. 
I need water. Come on, open your mouth. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Come on, that's our problem. We're trying to be too cute. Come on, come on. It is desperate people that get the response from God. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. That three-stranded cord, it may be sickness. It may be, it may be harmful words. It may be strongholds. But the Bible said that David was surrounded by a stronghold. A stronghold. A stronghold. And I declare in this place that you are surrounded by strongholds. It is strongholds. It is a strategy of the enemy to get you bound up in your heart your mind and your emotions that's a stronghold and the three-stranded cord is not easily broken but I tell you right now that if you ask for water 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 come on somebody begin to cry out to God and then begin to ask for water right now come on say God send me water send me water lest I die send me water I'm thirsty for you I'm thirsty for the water out of the well of Bethlehem. Come on. Come on. Come on. I'm thirsty. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. The thirsty people begin to. Come on. Come on. Come on. The thirsty people open your mouth. show you what will happen. Link back up arms with your neighbor. Tell that neighbor, say neighbor, there's a stronghold that has been surrounding me. That don't mean you're in sin. That don't mean you demon possessed. There's just a stronghold. strongholds only surround people that are threats. The enemy only organizes stronghold to people that he wants to hold. real tight. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, you may be in a stronghold. It may be over your heart, your mind, 
and your emotions. It may be in your body, your finances, and your relationships. Say, but if you just get a drink of water, tell them if you just get a drink of water, if you just get a drink of water, oh God, tell them you bring your broken self to God. And if you get thirsty for the water, the devil and his stronghold cannot hold you. Say, God's going to send a breakthrough. Say, God's going to send a breakthrough. God's going to send a breakthrough. This is what's going to happen. When you get time, when you get in your mind that you're going to get the water of God, all of a sudden, God's going to send you strength to get out of the bottom of the stronghold. Come on, come on. And all of a sudden, God's going to break you out. And the thing that held you fast has to let you go. Tell your neighbor, it has to let you go. Every stronghold, every stronghold. Thank you for tuning in today with Fellowship Church. We pray that you were blessed by the message. And we would like to connect with you through our website, fellowshipws.org or facebook.com slash at the fellowship. If you are ever in the greater triad area, we would love for you to be our VIP for weekend worship experience on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. On behalf of Pastor Tony and the Fellowship family, thank you again for joining us. And remember to love God, love people, and impact the world.